0: You're listening to an Irreverent Podcast.
1: For more unholy content from our friends, head to irreverent.fm. Hey
0: friends, welcome to the Speaking in Church Podcast. I'm Josie. And I'm
1: Spencer. Ah, Welcome back. Cool. Wow. This episode, <laughs> at least. This episode is for the girls, the gays, and the days. Yes, <laughs> except
0: for Josie. <laughs> <laughs> I, um yeah we'll get into it but
1: today and the goths don't forget the goths oh yeah the goths sorry (laughs) sorry about you
0: you know who you who you are when you read the title of this episode we are (laughs) talking about the the not so conservative propaganda that is
1: twilight (laughs) Twilight. um it's it's been recognized as a global phenomenon okay josie (laughs) hey i read all the books i'm not i'm not knocking you
0: all right, hell yeah! Did you watch the movies? You know, I did watch all the movies except for the last one.
1: Oh the last one isn't movie. that weird. Best one.
0: That's when I about when I stopped watching movies. But um, <laughs> yeah, because I remember the last like the last movie I saw, her eyes opened and they were like, you're like, <sighs> I was like, oh, right. bitch, I knew you were gonna live, but damn drama.
1: All right, friends. So um, if you're new here, we've been kind of teasing this for a while of. I'm obsessed with Twilight. I just had my 27th birthday party and it was Twilight themed. No shame. Um, Twilight is pure trash, but it's also the good kind of trash. It's good trash. Yeah. It's like- Better
0: than a romance (laughs) novel trash. It's like elevated.
1: Well, and it's one of those things that's like, everybody can admit that they love something that's a little problematic and Twilight is mine.
0: (laughs) You know, Twilight is- it's not that openly problematic. I'm going to be honest. It's a little like,
1: well, we're going to talk about some <laughs> things and you may change your mind. <laughs> I mean, you're
0: yeah, you're right. It is problematic, but like sweetly, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Spencer has come fully prepared. I count me having read the books in middle school and high school and watching the movies whenever they came out as my research. Uh, I did not rewatch them. I tried and then Ryan was like, "I don't want to watch Twilight." And I was like, "I have homework." <laughs> He's like, "I don't care."
1: <laughs> I so sitting next to me, I have six Twilight books in total in my house. I have, uh, I have nine. Oh, God I almighty. think there are. Um, I think I'm technically only missing one because uh, there's a. I have two of the graphic novels. I think there's one more that I'm still in the hunt for. But um, but it's it's like basically you know the original book they turn into a graphic novel. Anyways, so um, so it's the four books. So there's the four original books. So yes, we'll give a, a little synopsis. There's four original books: Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse, and Breaking Dawn. And then there is a novella that is um. Basically, in the middle of Eclipse, we meet a character named Brie Tanner. Um, a novella was written about her, so I have that. They turned Twilight into a graphic novel, two parts. I have that. And then they made the first half of New Moon into a graphic novel, and then they like stopped abruptly. Like, they never <laughs> finished making them into graphic novels. I don't know why. And then there is Life and Death, which is Twilight Gender Bender, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Cool. Um, also written by Stephanie Meyer. I think a lot of people think it's a parody, but it's not. And then the newest edition in 2020, in the height of COVID, oh, Stephanie Meyer crawled out of the freaking shadows and said, Midnight Sun, and everybody went ballistic, and the Twilight Renaissance was born. So if, mm-hmm. over the past couple of years, you're like, you've noticed some twilight memes on the internet and you're like where did all this come from we're gonna talk about that too i'm ready um but yeah so we gotta we gotta start at the beginning okay so
0: Spencer's passion project <laughs> i see it on her face
1: <laughs> for those of you that don't know stephanie meyer she's 48 years old she was born in connecticut And she is a very active member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Good old Mormon. (laughs) She's a BYU alumni. Are we shocked? No. Which
0: BYU? Which one?
1: Uh, Original, like BYU. BYU Provo. Yes. BYU. uh, Yes, exactly. (laughs) Provo Utah so she's a BYU alumni Um, she graduated in 97 with an English degree again not shocking she got married at 21 before she even graduated Um, and then we're gonna skip a little ahead so she graduated in 97 September 11th 2001 Gerard Wade the lead singer of My Chemical Romance is working as an intern at Cartoon Network in New York City sees 9-11 happen before his own eyes. He says, fuck it. I got to do what I'm passionate about. He starts My Chemical Romance, Stephanie Meyer's favorite band. Two years later, in June of er, 2003, Stephanie Meyer has a dream about a, a vampire that's in love with a human girl, but also thirsts for her blood. And she starts writing Twilight while listening to my chemical romance muse and a couple other like very popular kind of emo punk bands as her main source of inspiration so um people always talk about the fact that if my chemical romance never existed twilight probably wouldn't exist oh my god (laughs) 9-11 didn't happen (laughs) i know how
0: twilight Um, I think I'll, I'll take the not
1: (laughs) 9-11. Okay, but that's, that's what made Gerard Way make My Chemical Romance. So, um, is this a conspiracy theory? A little bit, but here we go. Anyways. I mean, it's not really
0: a conspiracy. It's like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs)
1: Okay, so yes, in 2003, she has this dream about, a little vampire loving this girl whatever so she writes a 13 chapter book in like two or three months like just yeah like just wrote it that's why it's
0: a shitty written book (laughs) she had her
1: she had her sister read it her sister was like this is great like you should like go for it but then she does some rewrites um this is where we start to get into the problematic side um a main character in the twilight saga is jacob he is a Native American of the Quileute tribe. He later becomes a werewolf. Um, Stephanie Meyer claims to have done, quote, unquote, research about the Quileute Native Americans and their legends um, so she could use them in her novel. She did a terrible job, appropriates their culture left and right. Um, yeah, just very offensive overall. This is where we start to get in the problematics of Twilight. Yeah, I didn't think about that part. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then she joins this weird, like LDS, like writers association for female authors, um, yada, yada, yada. She sends out all these things. Here we are. Lo and behold, um, Twilight gets published and, um, 2005, the original print 75,000 copies. Um, she is located in Tempe, Arizona at this time. So she still lives in Phoenix, Yay, Arizona, um, out of nowhere twilight instantly becomes like a sensation like mm-hmm. it's selling out everywhere again this is 2005 um and it's really like a tale of the time like when you read it um you know they don't have they don't have i think they mentioned maybe a blackberry at one point like very much like this was it um so yeah she gets a book deal originally it was supposed to be a three book deal we all know it turned into four um overall she she's won an author of the year award she's a new york times best-selling author usa today best-selling author publishers weekly like you name it she's won all of these awards um i think the longest running on the top 10 like bestseller list uh one of her books i think it was breaking dawn spent 138 weeks on the top 10 bestseller yes like that's almost three years yes uh breaking dawn sold 1.3 million copies on release day i was one on of those release people. day? on release day which means pre-orders and people that bought it in a bookstore that day 1.3 million copies oh my god <laughs> um yeah she they all got into movies blah 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 josie this is where you can be a little bit of a fan did you know that twilight is a banned book
0: <gasps> i am a fan because i was banned <laughs> My parents told me I couldn't read it after I had already read the first one, like I owned a copy. And I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and call bullshit because vampires are not real. You and I both know that. I mean, they might be who knows. But um, how about we just chalk this one up to fantasy and you can shut the fuck up mom and dad. And so they yeah, didn't question me.
1: <laughs> the Twilight Saga ended up on um, several banned book lists through school districts and public libraries. Um, mm-hmm. People were petitioning for them to remove it because they claimed it was sexually explicit, sexually explicit, age inappropriate, and too religious. How, How, can, it How can it be? How can all three of those at the same yeah. time? We'll talk about it because they have. They're not, they're not wrong. I'm going to just say they're not wrong. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. So, um, a little synopsis, main character, Bella, she's this little human. She's from Phoenix, Arizona, moves to Forks, Washington, because her parents are divorced. Um, her mom is trash. Everybody that is a Twilight fam knows that Bella's mom is trash. Her dad, we love him, Charlie. Well, in the books, he's kind of trash in the movies. We stand, even though he's a cop we'll get over that
0: Mm, Um, we'll get over that just kidding
1: listen he's a cop but like he doesn't really do anything problematic because he like isn't out like busting people for stupid shit he literally works with like the native american tribe to like find like serial killers on their land which are really vampires but you know whatever he's a respectful man um
0: a cat baby (laughs) yeah true
1: (laughs) but uh we'll we'll (laughs) Grant some grace for the fictional character. <laughs> anyway, so Bella's not like other girls, you know. She wears bowling shirts to school. Um, she's super smart. Is whatever. that really in the books? No, in the movies she wears like the uh, bowling shirt yeah, though. Yeah, the signature. Yeah. No, in in the books bella dresses like a mormon girl like there's a scene where she's going to meet edward's parents and she's wearing an ankle length khaki skirt and a blue like high neck long sleeve button-up blouse and edward's like you're the most sexy thing i've ever seen in my life and oh my like, gosh what? i totally <laughs> forgot that that's so funny <laughs> anyway so bella meets edward blah 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 she finds out he's a vampire doesn't give a rip you know what she does give a rip about homeboy's a virgin and he wants to stay a virgin (laughs) and Bella doesn't like that so when people are like how is this Mormon propaganda Stephanie Meyer did everything she could to make this girl a temptress like Bella is supposed to be like this seductive teenage girl that is just like begging, literally, like there are scenes where Bella is like begging to have sex with Edward. And Edward is just like this upright, like, we are not gonna have sex. I'm gonna protect your virtue. Because Edward believes in God. Um, his his vampire dad, Carlisle, is the son of a priest and insists to all his little vampire children that. God is real and God's going to redeem their souls. Um, and half his kids are like wrong. And the other half are like, you're right. God does love us. Oh my gosh! And so Edward is hell bent on the fact that like, I'm a vampire, which is like the worst thing I can be. God doesn't like me. But if I keep you a virgin, God's going to respect me for that.
0: God.
1: So forces this teenage girl to get married right out of high school has sex with her impregnates her with his demon spawn she almost dies it's some pro-life propaganda because (laughs) the vampire doctor is like we need to like take this beast out of you because you're gonna die and bella and the other vampire sister are like hell no like this baby's life is more important it's just madness
0: although the sister (laughs) that really wanted this baby to live was straight up bitch
1: what was her name again? Rosalie? Rosalie. Rosalie's a queen, okay? She is a bitch to Bella. But again, this is part of the Mormon propaganda because the number one reason Rosalie is a bitch to Bella is because Bella wants to be a vampire and vampires can have babies. And Rosalie, like a good Mormon girl, all she ever wanted to do was have a baby. And she couldn't because- vampires can have babies? Nope. And in the, her human life, she was engaged to the like, very like- you know she grew up wealthy she was like a socialite and she was engaged to like this really wealthy man and him and his friends got drunk and raped and basically murdered her well they thought they murdered her but carlisle found her turn her into a vampire you know so she wakes up super upset that she didn't die and that now she has to be a vampire. Um, so she goes and kills all of her abusers, saves hell her yeah, ex- hell yeah, saves her ex-fiance for last, kills him in her wedding dress, a queen. We stand. Oh, I forgot. Oh yes. I thought that I liked her. Also, Edward again, the king of consent, the king of like um is like respecting women like drinks respects women juice on the daily Mm. the only men like the only humans he ever killed were men and Mm. they were all abusers or Mm. murderers Mm. Mm. like yes edward yes like stephanie Stephanie meyer got (laughs) one thing right Mm. stephanie meyer was really like how do i make this like terrible monster that's gonna murder people redeemable i know he'll kill rapists and murderers and we're like yes stephanie meyer amen to that Fun fact, um, this is not in the books. This is in the um, Twilight Illustrated Guide, which is like behind the scenes. (laughs) Edward's very first victim is basically like Twilight mom. Her name is Esme. That's his, his little dad, Carlisle's wife. Her, um, she was married in her human life. She lost her child. Oof. Her husband was an abuser, like basically almost killed her after her child died. She escaped him and that was Edward's first victim. Edward was like, you're not gonna disrespect my mom like that. Hell yeah yeah. After or often for her. I love it. Um, Josie, what other questions do you have about Twilight in general before we get into this other stuff? hmm well i
0: mean <laughs> i don't really understand the hype because i mean for me it was what? like a, oh wow this is such a nice book to read as a teenager oh love yeah and maybe just because i'm not boy crazy but i've never
1: i was just like you should have chosen jacob no jacob is not a consent king edward is a consent king okay jacob kisses her without his permission he's always pushing himself on her she's literally so depressed that she like wants to yeet herself off this earth and and jacob's like why are you still thinking about edward why don't you just want to be with me we don't stand that no 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 no. it was never a team jacob no killed
0: that sorry (laughs) oh my god it's fine i mean you remember them much better than i
1: do okay so when we're talking about the hype um the funny thing is twilight was not popular with my mormon friends twilight was popular with my christian girlfriends and here's the deal makes sense and it was also popular with my goth girlfriends which also makes sense
0: (laughs) Um, Because like little mormon girls don't they don't really read romancey stuff like that unless it's like specifically Mormon church approved
1: honestly yeah all my mormon friends were way more into harry potter than they were twilight
0: yeah because harry potter was like a little further removed it was not like a romance thing
1: (sighs) no and harry potter was like stamp of approved by the mormons so yeah the mormons were like um
0: she really wants to have sex and we cannot let these girls think that they really (laughs) want to have sex
1: (laughs) but here's the deal so why was it so popular among young christian women because edward made purity culture sexy like in the absolute most like like when they like tell you in youth group like you're gonna wait for a man and like he's gonna want to wait for you and like all of this stuff that was edward cullen like edward straight up and like i said bella was a temptress like and also edward can read minds which means he knows that all of these girls in this high school thought he was like top tier like would do anything for him and he was like hell no like we got to protect your virtue in midnight sun so midnight sun is twilight written from edward's point of view while the rest of the book are from bella's point of view he's literally walking through this high school and is like thinking about murdering teenage boys because he he basically says that they're thoughts are so sexually explicit about Bella and like these other women that it makes him uncomfortable and I'm like this is propaganda because yeah. like I asked my husband and I was like when you were 17 how often did you think about sex and he was like maybe 15 to 20 percent of the time yeah you have that's the things accurate. Things to do. Yeah, I'm like I think that's accurate like I'm not saying that like teenage boys can't have inappropriate thoughts but literally all he thinks about walking around this high school is these boys Boys are nasty and messed up, and I hate them all. And I want to murder them. and But also,
0: girls have these. It's like girls have these. That's a Mormon part of it too. Is that yes? The reason why I wasn't popular with Mormon girls is because in Mormonism, you're not really taught that you have sexual desires at all. Whereas in Christianity, they're like you're a piece of shit who's gonna think about sex all the time, but you gotta (laughs) resist.
1: But here, yes. But then it's like this weird dynamic because Edward can't read Bella's thoughts, and like I said, Bella is obsessed with like I need to have sex with him. But when he's in the school thinking about these girls there's only maybe like one or two times he like talks about this like girls having thoughts about him that are like that make him uncomfy like he mm-hmm. knows that they think he's attractive but they don't make him uncomfy the way that the boys thoughts make him uncomfy and that's where I'm like this is totally like purity culture propaganda right here because it was always that the boys had the uncomfy uncom- thoughts not the girls like yeah girls had thoughts every now and then but it was not to the extreme and the extent of the boys
0: if only Edward could read the thoughts of the girls that were reading <laughs> these books honestly oh, talk about that they have these bad uh, these <sighs> Vampire is a superpower we didn't mention this
1: yeah so edward can read thoughts except for bella um, which we find out later is because bella's superpower when she spoiler becomes a vampire is that she can like block certain abilities of these other vampires so she's like a um like a like a. they call it a shield well they call it a shield because she can like protect other people too um but so yes not all vampires have these superpowers but edward can um read thoughts his brother jasper who was a confederate soldier racist (gasps) Um he he had to be con- redeemed. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if he's really redeemed, but um he can control people's emotions. Um his sister Alice can see the future. That's why the Cullens are so rich. I mean, obviously, Carlisle Cullen, who's their dad, has been around for literally like 500 years, but they cheated the stock market because of Alice. Um, fun fact, Carlisle Cullen is the second most wealthy fictional character of all time. Oh hell yeah. Second to number one being Smog the Dragon from Lord of the Rings. Oh, not Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> no, Carlisle Cullen's got more money than Scrooge McDuck. I think Scrooge oh, is number three. Oh, all right then. Um, So yes, his sister can see the future. Um, his dad, they don't really call it like a superpower. I think it's more of just like his would be like self-control because he's never, like he's killed humans, but he's never tasted human blood. Um whoa I forgot yeah. I forgot a lot of these deeds. Yeah, and he he's a doctor and has been a doctor like his whole life because he was a so he was the son of a pastor or a priest that was a vampire hunter and the vampires that he was chasing basically to get back at him turned his son into a vampire. <gasps> and so Carlisle again this good boy that was like raised by this priest and has such a deep love for God was like like, is God gonna like forsake me because I'm a vampire? What if I do everything right? So, like, doesn't taste human blood again? I even think like the humans that he's technically killed would be like in protection of other people. Like, I don't even actually, I don't even remember if he's like killed other people. Obviously, besides like you know, like when you're a doctor, people die sometimes. Well, because to turn somebody into a vampire, um, you bite them, right? You don't have to like suck their blood out. Yeah, exactly. So, any sort of like taste of human blood quote unquote that he has had has always been to turn somebody into a vampire and he only turns people that he thinks he's doing them like a great mercy like he thinks that like this is like a gift he can give them so like edward is the first person that he turns into a vampire and edward's dying of the spanish influenza in the 19 what is it like the 19 oh my gosh what
0: a parallel 12 13 18 18
1: okay yeah um, so he's 17 years old. He's dying of Spanish influenza with his mother. His mother knows something is off about Carlisle and like begs Carlisle to save her son's life. So he turns Edward into a vampire as like, a, I I was doing this, like your mother asked. And I just thought that, you know, I could save you. So it has his little son, blah, blah, blah. A few years later, he makes his wife Esme, which this is kind of the part that people are like, is it like, um, i don't know
0: for him to build his own
1: family well like kind of like persuasive of like he made esme with the intention of like her being his wife Mm. like what if she didn't want that kind of thing Mm -hmm. um and i guess to preface he had met esme before as a human like because she she was she came to him like while he was a doctor and so he knew her story about like escaping abuse and like found her on her deathbed but yeah so like saved her life and then you know she like became his wife and then this is the part where people are like i don't know so when he finds rosalie like i said rosalie was uh raped and attempted murder by her fiance and his friends he finds rosalie on her deathbed and he saves her with the intention of my son would like you. Like, literally, was like, "Here you go, son. I brought you home a gift." And he, he brings Rosalie to Edward, and Edward's like, "I hate her." And oh Rosalie's my gosh! Like, I hate you too. And then they just live like siblings that hate each other but still love each other at the same time. I don't know. Um, and then yeah, like rosalie finds Emmett, begs carlisle to save him because he got attacked by a bear blah 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 alice and jasper have their own backstories jasper was a confederate soldier he was turned by a vampire from so he was in the texas calvary so on like the mexican border and he was turned by a uh, vampire named B- maria from mexico that was building a vampire army and then he escaped why her. gotta be the brown
0: lady why gotta be the spicy lady
1: right uh <laughs> um, okay power
0: to her <laughs>
1: this is the other thing so when we're talking about in the twilight movies when they're talking where they show the scene with maria maria is very clearly a hispanic woman she does have lighter skin but she's very clearly a hispanic woman in the twilight movies there are also black vampires there are vampires from egypt that have very dark olive skin um so in the movies they show this great diversity of wherever the vampires are coming from their skin is most likely going to match where they're coming from that's nice. in the actual lore of twilight though stephanie meyer has written that vampire venom like sucks the melanin out of your skin So like, if you're a, like, if you're a black man that gets turned into a vampire, you may have like an olive tint, but you won't be black. Like you'll be white. That is some Mormon shit. Yes. Because as we've talked about before, Mormons believed that having dark skin was a curse and that the better Mormon and better families you were, God would lift that curse and would lighten your skin. And you know, like black men couldn't hold the priesthood till what the Mm seventies, like that's some Mormon propaganda right there, Stephanie Meyer. Like, why would you write this into your lore? Like, she's literally said, like, in interviews that, like, no, there are no black vampires. Like, those actors, no, 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 no. That was creative liberty. There would be no people of color in these vampire worlds. Like, can you just hide your racism, please? Like, please just hide it for a minute. One second. Uh, The tell me if this this is thing this is the kind of thing that it's a recurring theme but i don't know if it's directly mormon propaganda or stephanie meyer just hates women um all of the women have terrible backstories like that's true like horrific abusive backstories and the men do not like the men
0: be redeemed by this one white male savior
1: yes like exactly like all of these women have So you have Carlisle's wife, Esme, like I said, she was previously married, lost her baby, abused by her son. And then you have Rosalie, same thing, raped, abused, almost murdered by her fiance and his friends. Um, Alice is a, basically her story is as a child, she's like a, she's basically like a psychic, but also has some like mental illnesses. So she gets put in an asylum and it goes through like, electroshock therapy and all these crazy stuff. And then her dad like puts a hit to kill her because he's just sick and tired of her after oh he already God. murdered after he already murdered her mother. And so there's like a janitor in this asylum that's a vampire and like recognizes that Alice could like have a power, like have a gift and like live a good life. So it makes her into a vampire. So she wakes up a vampire and because she had so much abuse, like in her human life, she doesn't remember anything about it. Like she has to like search and piece together because vampires gradually over time, lose memory of their human life, just because it was so long ago. But she literally wakes up and is like, I have no idea who I am, what my life is like. Like she has to have other people tell her about it or it's weird. She like sees visions of the future and gets information that way. Um, And then, yeah, there's so many other people, like, Bella's mom has a terrible backstory. Bella has a terrible backstory. Her mom was literally so emotionally unavailable that this girl was balancing the checkbook at 12 years old, like, Mm -mm -mm. I don't know. So I don't know if that's, like, Mormon propaganda of, like, the men are, like, honorable and redeem, like, redeemers of their families, or I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? (laughs) <laughs> yeah
0: i think stephanie meyer is too mormon for her own good this is all so like like i don't need no man to redeem me it's so i'm so annoyed because yeah it's like yes women are more marginalized yes women suffer more from abuse but can it be like she ha- was in a car accident
1: or something <laughs> like
0: why does that be so traumatic
1: well, literally like that's the thing where i'm like She took like, what's every terrible thing that could happen to a woman? And I'm going to put it in my book.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Even in her moments of empowerment, it seems so petty. Like Rosalie killing her fiance in her wedding dress just feels petty versus empowering.
1: True. It's very much one of those of like, you took away my ultimate dream, which was to get married and be a housewife and have a baby. Like the empowering
0: would be to kill all his friends in front of him and then like, let him go knowing that live were- in fear
1: of you for yes. the rest of his life gosh that's a I, real sound for that part,
0: but she's Mormon, so she can't think that deep
1: well so that is a critic that she gets all the time and so that's where we get the book life and death so she wrote life and death because it is the gender bent version of twilight so instead of edward you have edith and instead of bella you have Beau and all of the like so like all the characters just flip basically i think except for charlie and renee who are bella's parents i think they stay the same but so like edward and all his siblings and his family they're all the opposite and so she wrote this book because she was trying to like show people that bella isn't a damsel in, distre- in distress she's a quote unquote human in distress is what she would tell people but she changed the ending to the book like she totally changed it because in twilight we know that bella stays a human because edward's like you're a fragile human like i can't change you i can't damn your soul blah 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 in life and death edith's like i don't give a fuck i'll turn you into a vampire and you can live with me forever and then her siblings fake his death like go and kill somebody else with a body that looks similar to him and mutilate it and plant false evidence so that his family believes that he died and they can just go live their vampire lives together like she couldn't even pull it off no she couldn't like i'm like that does not prove what you set out to prove it actually proves the opposite because edward it's basically saying that like even though bella was like the love of his life she She had the self-control to try to keep saving her soul yes but edith a lowly woman did not because as soon as he was like I want to be a vampire and live with you forever she was like hell yeah man let's do it like didn't use her brain at all
0: also like what an age like you couldn't have done it in like their 20s it had to be high school like what a big major life decision to make that young
1: um again mormon propaganda of playing into the so edward is 17 forever well we meet bella she's also 17 in new moon she turns 18 and she has like these existential crisis about how she's older than edward and how she hates it like she could not possibly be older than her significant other she freaking hates that because
0: she's a woman
1: yes and then in the final book when she becomes a vampire they literally have an argument because he like her, it takes three days to become a vampire kind of like jesus rising from
0: the grave oh my gosh
1: <laughs> so yeah it takes three days for them to have eternal life like jesus and on the day that she wakes up it's her birthday and they have this argument about how she's like i stopped aging three days ago and everyone else is like no you woke up today and it's your birthday which means you're 19 now and she's like, I can't be 19 if Edward's 17. Like, I can't do it. And again, I'm like, Bella, why does it fucking matter? You're going to live know. to be however, like, hundreds, maybe thousand years old, and you're going to be upset that you're technically two human years older? That's some bullshit right
0: there. Amen. Ooh, let's talk about the, what do they call the council? The oh, the Voltori.
1: Yeah. So the Volturi is like the Pope of... So vampires um, and again this is where it kind of even gets into more of like racism because <laughs> um, technically the Egyptian vampires ha- are more powerful and have been around longer but the Voltori use their like they live in Italy and they have this whole they basically make legends up about themselves so people have festivals and they keep getting their food coming in because tourists come and then they trap them and murder them and they make the rules and their rules are basically nobody can be stronger than us and so they get really upset that Carlisle and his quote-unquote vegetarian don't-eat-human family keep growing even though they're not doing anything wrong they're literally just living their lives among humans the Volturi hate that so they're trying to find every reason possible that they can come and off these people so the first one is you know um, Bella they know that bella's a human and she knows and that's against the rules. Humans can't know. So they go blah blah blah, they say that don't worry bella's going to become a vampire. They get mad about that. There is a bunch of conflict with other vampires and they just let it happen. And basically there's like there's like the three guys that are at the head of it. Aro is like the head of them all. He's like the pope. He controls them all. And even then again this is one of those of like she uses these like men to like do terrible things to women because aro had a sister that fell in love um with um oh my gosh not caius it's um one moment please the third guy the voltori whatever his name is they fell in love and he wanted to leave the voltori and aro didn't like that so he literally killed his sister just so this guy could stay. Like, in her books, women are literally just pawns for other people to get their way. Like, I hate everything about it. But you love Twilight. I do love Twilight. I love Twilight because um, not only was it, like, again, like, Edward makes like purity culture like sexy and all this stuff it was one of those of like I don't know I think it was it almost gave like me permission of like bella being the temptress if that makes sense mm, mm-hmm. of like it validated a lot of feelings of especially like in the church being like women don't have the same desires as men yada 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 so it was almost comforting to see the opposite like to see a man that wanted to wait and know in a girl that didn't and she even talks about like where she's like it's such an outdated tradition like nobody does that anymore blah 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 like she had all the arguments in the book that like the church told us people were gonna have um And so, yeah, there was just a little bit of, like, solidarity in that. And then, again, like, I read it as... The last book came out when I was in eighth grade. So, like, very young, like, teenager in the Christian circle, really into youth group. It kind of gave me hope because at the end of the day, like, what's the biggest part of the propaganda is Bella got to have it all. Mm -hmm. Like, Bella got to marry her high school sweetheart she got to have incredible sex on their honeymoon they literally talk about like how it's like the best sex ever because they waited and it was blessed blah blah blah. and then she gets to be a mom which she never thought she would and then everything works out for her in the end she gets her family her best friend that like wanted to date her doesn't want to date her anymore because he wants to date her daughter um and yeah so she gets it all she gets her husband she gets her daughter she gets her best friend she gets her new little family and they even find a way where she doesn't have to tell her dad that she died or anything like she gets to keep her dad and he gets to be somewhat in the loop and so it was one of those of like i think that's where like the true propaganda is it was very much of like if you do everything correctly like you will have abundant eternal life like that's literally Mm. the story of twilight is if you do everything correctly, you will have abundant eternal life. And it'll be like heaven that you want to make it kind of thing. Oh my gosh. What else do you
0: have for us? This is crazy. (laughs)
1: Um, So we talk about, do you remember when we were talking about families being sealed for all time and eternity? That's the Cullen family. The Cullen family is sealed for all time and eternity. (laughs) Are they not? like <laughs> They are. I'm just so like, <laughs> it's so Mormon. <laughs> like, I feel like, you know, we've done this, like, I'm so sorry if you guys are like, what the fuck are they talking about? But I don't give a shit. This Listen. is literally, this is literally one of those things that I like, I have spent so long trying to like put words into the idea of like, why am I obsessed with these young adult fiction books? hmm it's because of it's literally what the church sold me in with like not in the bible if that makes sense like it's mystical yeah like i got to read something that wasn't the bible and like it revealed all the promises that i was told that i would have Mm. obviously we all know that it's fake now because vampires aren't real and these are werewolves and blah 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 allegedly Uh, yeah allegedly true um, but yeah, I just think, you know, I, again, as a young... And again, I was a new Christian too. So yeah. I became a Christian like in middle school. I read these books in middle school. The movies came out all throughout me being in high school. It was literally just like... And again, it wasn't something that like... Like, yeah, people like would tease me like, oh, you like Twilight, but I would go to youth group and there was girls that would have it in their bag, like reading it, like after after bible study before church like they weren't reading their bible they were reading twilight and like we were having conversations and like my youth pastor would be like why are y'all talking about this and i'm like what do you mean and we would i remember we would tell him like edward is the kind of man we want because like he wants to wait and all this stuff and even the youth pastor was like all right i guess there's worse things you could be reading honestly oh my like gosh. okay <laughs>
0: that is so funny
1: um kind of the The next little thing we want to talk about is, Josie, do you know um, another book series that came out because of Twilight? Mm, No. So for those of of you, yeah, for those of you that aren't aware, Fifty Shades of Grey is Twilight fan fiction. (gasps) Yes, I remembered. I couldn't remember which one came first, but yes, I remember. Yes, so Twilight came out, and I don't remember her, her name, but the author of Fifty Shades of Grey loved it so much that she was like let's make it kinkier
0: oh my gosh and remove the vampires for publishing
1: purposes (laughs) yes and she moved them to seattle instead of (laughs) four
0: yeah super far
1: um but this is what kind of comes up of you know a lot of the um like backlash 50 shades gets is that it's abusive but that stems in twilight where a lot of people think that edward and bella's relationship was abusive because Mm -hmm. he was very controlling of like Mm -hmm. who she could hang out with where she could go what she could do and then again even the sort of like obviously like like consent is involved when like making choices about like like sex and things like that but even the fact of like you know they get they get married and they have sex and He's like, now we can't have sex again until you're a vampire. Like, oh. withholding. Yeah. And which is funny because the whole time he wanted her to stay human and he made her get married to, one, have sex, but to become a vampire. And then when she does what he wants, he's all of a sudden like, we're not going to do it again until you become a vampire. because
0: you're I'm gonna a you am going to make you wait to become a vampire.
1: Yeah, like, so there's so many aspects of where it's like, where do we, like... I don't know again like it's one of those things that when you're a young christian girl like you don't recognize this kind of stuff like but again that's part of the not just mormon but like christian in general of like sometimes what we think is supposed to be like a good healthy relationship the church has warped so much into this sort of abusive like submission without question sort of relationship I will also point out now that I'm thinking about it
0: that it is pro-life in the sense also in the stupid ignorant sense, because Bella like found out immediately that she was pregnant, like on their honeymoon.
1: mhm yeah, she was she was like I think she said she was five days late, and again, because it's a vampire baby, it grows like super rapidly or whatever. so literally there's a, there's people that map out this timeline from conception to birth. Bella was only pregnant for like six weeks, I think. Um, but like even then you wouldn't really notice that
0: you were pregnant
1: no she notices because she is like digging through her bag on her honeymoon and she's like oh tampons wait a minute what's today and then she's like oh yeah my period's late and then again this is where they get into the baby grew so rapidly that she apparently feels like the baby moving Mm -hmm. um but yeah like instantly like again these are her, like, God-fearing husband and now father-in-law are like, you're going to die, so we need to get this baby out of you. But Bella immediately, like, like he basically, Edward tells her, like, Carlisle's going to take care of it, like... He basically without saying like he's gonna eat that thing um and he goes to like pack their bags and bella hides and calls her sister-in-law rosalie who's always wanted a baby and is like rosalie i need your help and basically they plot that as soon as they get off the plane rosalie is gonna like kill everybody if they try to make bella have an abortion yep and that's literally the next whole part of the book is like them constantly trying to be like Bella like you're dying like please get rid of this baby and her and Rosalie being like no the baby's more important which again i mean very timely of what's happening in like the supreme court um that's kind of like the christian mentality of like if god wants you to have a baby like fuck you like if you die you die yeah. whatever fuck that uh, um and and bella and rosalie like live that out in real time for written in a book for teenage girls like written in real time that if you're blessed with a baby and especially because again this is immaculate conception nobody in their family thought that this could happen no like nobody had ever heard of this happening they're doing research every day to try and find like something about it so it's I really will like also this- say that
0: the people of color had all of this knowledge because they were fucking paying attention
1: yes we found because that
0: out later racism on that part <laughs>
1: yes exactly um And yeah, it's just one of those of, again, it's written for young girls and it was built in this light of you're pregnant and this is the absolute most precious gift. It's a miracle that this happened. Don't let anybody take that away from you. Like Bella, and it wasn't like Bella was hopeful that she was gonna live. She 100% was like, I'm gonna die rosalie do not let edward kill this baby like if you have to take this baby and raise it by yourself like please do it and the other thing is the whole time the whole time she's pregnant she is wishing for a son she is wishing for a son that looks just like her husband because Mm. sons are more important than daughters am i right Mm -hmm. i mean at least that's what a lot of churches and Mormons teach, so...
0: But then she had to make it a girl so that Jacob could have a homie.
1: Exactly. Um, Had to be a girl because Jacob would not have imprinted. Okay, because even though Stephanie Meyer claims that imprinting is not sexual and it's not romantic, um, if if that baby was a boy, he would have not have imprinted. No way, no how. There would have been no... All of the imprinting
0: relationships in these books are all romantic.
1: Yes, because here's the thing. They claim that because there's varying ages that it happens to. The first time we see it, we see it with two adults. So we're and they're in a romantic relationship. So people assume instantly like, oh, this is a romantic thing. But then the next time we see it's with um, he's like a young teenager and she's like a kid. And it, they basically are like besties, like he's like an older brother to her. And he's like, see, it's not romantic. Like, like she's just a kid. Like for him, like he wants to protect her as like an older brother would want to protect his sister, kind of thing. And Bella's even like, that's weird. What happens when she grows up? And he's like, Well, she never has to choose him, but why wouldn't she? He -hmm. can be everything she needs. So why wouldn't she? Mm -hmm. And so even when she tries to make it seem like it's not, it definitely is. So same thing. Like, even Edward talks about like, oh. Jacob and Prince, and she's a baby. Like, he just loves her, like, almost like not a parent, but you know, like an uncle would like want to protect a baby kind of thing. And then, this um, an
0: excuse to get off the pedo vibes, but this yes, is
1: yes, it really is. And especially when they literally like talk about how she's going to be a full adult by the time she's seven years old. And Edward's like, Jacob didn't even think about that. And I'm like, does he need a gold star? Like, I know. I understand. Like, yeah. So, uh, don't like that. Um, And yeah, uh, again, it wouldn't be a boy because Stephanie Meyer would be like, no homo. I know. Ugh.
0: <sighs> but we love the gays here, so. We do. Make them gay.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. I think that... Again, that was just like a big revelation of, I can't say it enough. Twilight was abundant internal life right here.
0: I love this deep dive. I love that we did this. Everybody should go reread Twilight now with this lens.
1: Yes. If you have any questions, again, we're in the Twilight Renaissance. Stephanie Meyer crawled out of the gates of hell and released Midnight Sun. And when you're in the middle of quarantine, like, nobody had anything else to do besides reread and re-watch twilight so well
0: wasn't it also that like she was writing midnight sun a long time ago but it got leaked so she was like fuck you yeah. guys." yeah
1: so she was writing midnight sun in um the early 2010s and it got or even sooner i think it got originally leaked in maybe um 08 or 09 mm-hmm. and then Um, she was like, I'm done with it. She put up some of the chapters on her website that got leaked basically to be like, I own this, like I'm gonna put them out myself. And then she took them down a few years later and she was gonna re re she was gonna finish it um in like the 2015. But then um 50 shades did gray which was like again the first 50 shades book from christian's point of view mm-hmm. and so stephanie meyer was like well now people are gonna think i'm copying when actually they copied me and so literally she just like shelved it and base. and she even did an interview a few years later where she basically told them like i'm never gonna revisit it like i'm never going to finish it it's just not something that i have the desire to do and then covid hit and she was bored Uh, like the rest of us yeah the lady got her bag especially it was such a quick turnaround she announced in may that it was coming out in august like Mm -hmm. this wasn't a like you know sometimes people announce like a year from now i'm gonna release no she showed up one day in may and said hey um in like three months from now i'm gonna release this book and it hit the bestseller list instantly it was number one on amazon um i think it was like number two on barnes and noble like
0: she needed that cash money
1: honestly like she had been a few years since those movies and she had only written maybe like one or two other books and i think only one of them did fairly well but that was in the middle of twilight so
0: oh i read that book the host that was a good book
1: yeah yeah i i agree like i love the house and i like i said she wrote like one other book that i don't even remember what it was about but so yeah like homegirl knew what she was doing and it's kind of weird because in the sounds so fucking nerdy but in the twilight community um we openly talk about like how she's like exploitative of like the quill you tribe and mm-hmm. like wanting to donate to them um and yeah it's just really I don't know when people talk about it being a global phenomenon. Did you know that it's published in over 37 languages? Holy shit. Like I can't even name 37 languages. Right? That's where I'm like, dude, like this isn't just some weird Mormon girl that wrote a book that like white teenage girls in America like. Like this banned the globe. Like it really was something that, um, and again, it almost is like. It almost feeds into the mormon mission right of like mm-hmm. some pe- some people pick this up in another country and they read it and they google stephanie meyer and they're like what's a latter-day saint
0: Hmm. we're to do more know. of these deep dives they're so interesting
1: yeah we should do um we should do like narnia lord of <gasps> the rings yeah um jk rowling is really problematic but harry potter has very christian like allegories in it Mm. and i i just like talking about again how christians were very anti um harry potter but because i didn't grow up in the church i was very into harry potter and like when i became a christian i was like y'all have obviously never read this book because there's a lot of like god stuff in it
0: (laughs) i know it's like whatever people are lame but This has been fun. Yeah. I love it. Any final
1: thoughts, questions, anything? Hmm. My final
0: thoughts are... Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. But yeah we should do another one. lord of the rings i feel like we're gonna have to get like a real expert one of those nerdy people that is really into it i got a I, couple of those i was like
1: i can ask my husband
0: oh hell yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. give us all the religious things because rereading those books that's dense
1: true um i think narnia would be really fun because narnia is what everybody thinks you know like what is blatant like christian fiction is narnia
0: oh we gotta do it book club Boop, boop. well friends this has been fun hope you enjoyed our deep dive into the mormon slash religious propaganda that was twilight
1: amen you've I been love indoctrinated it. <laughs> if you have any questions hit us up on instagram uh you can find us at speaking in church you can find josie at josie takes the world you can find me at spence rose i I am private because i had a baby and the internet is a scary place so mm. i am private if i don't approve you i'm sorry i've just been trying to like be a little lot more diligent about who has access to my child so
0: yeah that shit i'm on that tiktok thread i don't know how i got on there but oh because me yeah <laughs> Oh my God.
1: Yeah. We should actually do I would love to do an episode about um Christian slash Mormon mommy influencers.
0: <gasps> Let's do it. I'm so passionate about how I don't like them.
1: Yeah. And especially again, even the you know, I mean I I gotta admit, there's some people that I like followed. Um, and even some that I still follow, but I think the more that we just talk about like internet and like social media safety, like just gives me the heebie-jeebies, the not-great-feelies.
0: Amen. If you want to join us on that episode, let us know. Yeah. But anyways, friends, we love you. Mm. Welcome, Spence, back to this episode and future episodes mm. where we deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, friends. Well, as always, we love you, and stay woke or get woke. Jesus loves you. Bye. Bye.